Hello, world. I'm Greg Batten. Friday? Oh, yeah. News and stuff right after this. Got any big plans for the weekend? I mean, I know church is definitely in, but uh, what else are you going to be doing? Hey, I got a sign here that I'm getting old. I accidentally deleted rather than confirm some <laughs> Facebook friend. I go on the air here asking you to be my friend, and then you do your part, and I just delete you. If that's happened to you, you'll know it, and uh, get back with me there on Facebook. Gee, I'm sorry. Well, I'm so excited. I really am that uh, things are going well with the radio show. So many of you contacting us from Tennessee and Virginia. And I know many of you telling friends other parts of the country, California. I finally figured out a bunch of this. It's from our meetings with Southwest Radio Church. Every now and then I'll let folks know we have a program called Hello World. They'll join us on the World Wide Web at whcbradio.org. Daily at 12.30 and 6 p.m. And once again, join me. And yes, I do want you to be my friend, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And don't forget the weekend. I'll see you in church on Sunday. What in the world is going on? Is it getting this serious? The World Health Organization... I don't trust that. Who has updated its list now of medicines to stockpile for radiological or nuclear emergency. They're sending that message worldwide. The global health body issued a guidance on how to survive a nuclear catastrophe in a new report released today warning against intentional uses of radioactive materials with malicious intent, all coming from Ukraine, Russia, and Putin threatening to use nuclear weapons. My, oh, my. Here's one you want to take note of. A contentious battle, contentious battle over the future of the GOP. Going to be decided today when Republican National Committee members vote on whether to keep Rona McDonald as chair for two more years or replace her after a disappointing election that many have blamed on former President Donald Trump, who first elevated her to that position. Oh, yeah, the conservative wild side of the Republican Party and those who would take more middle-of-the-road position. What side are you on? This is a good one. Senate Judiciary Committee member John Kennedy, Republican from Louisiana, slammed Sleepy Joe over his latest comments toward MAGA Republicans, whom he claims suggest policies that would choose to inflict this kind of pain on American people. On this story, Martha McCallum played for Kennedy the relevant clip of Biden speaking in Springfield, Virginia, earlier on Thursday, during which the president also added he's going to veto everything they send his way. What a moron. I think the president is the only person in the Milky Way who thinks our country is headed in the right direction. Just look at the facts. Well, I guess... Dateline London, sad, sad, sad this week. A judge in the United Kingdom ruled that a couple may send their four-year-old foster son to the school in the girl's clothing. She, after allowing him to identify as a girl. High Court Justice David Williams of the Royal Courts of the Justice in Westminster decreed that despite objection by social services in Lancashire County, which had argued that the unnamed couple 
had acted in a precipitate manner in relationship to the perceived gender dysphoria, the boy should not be removed from his parents' care, as had been requested by the Lancashire Council officials. According to the Daily Mail, experts had given glowing reports about the parents and their parenting skills. However, school officials had expressly asked the parents to refrain from sending him in girls' clothing or her or... Oh, it's so... Co Who is the author of Confusion? Of course, everyone knows that a three, a four-year-old has lots of wisdom, lots of knowledge, lots of understanding of biology and worldviews and all of... I'm being facetious. Those kids can't make decisions at that early age. Absolutely crazy. Yep, these people, residents of Moronville. Parents are responsible. You, for the training and the influencing of their children. Grandma and Grandpa, you too. Keep in mind, in this country, courts are ruling against Christian organizations who don't want to be forced to place their kids in homes that do not allow children to be taught the Christian worldview. But this war is real. Let me get on my high horse here for just a moment. What's behind the current war against children in the world today, especially in the United States of America, which is a flood of evil? Why are so many adults killing their unborn children right up to the moment of birth or after that? Why are millions of kids sexualized virtually from birth and injected with experimental vaccines, proven to be both ineffective and oftentimes dangerous? Then as toddlers transported to events glorifying mentally ill, demon-possessed men dressed as women, why are America's children systematically sexualized in their schools by transgender recruiters on social media platforms like TikTok, seducing many into identifying as the opposite gender or a brand new imaginary gender? then encouraged to take powerful drugs and hormones uh, that have healthy breast amputated or undergo chemical or surgical castration. Why are our children simultaneously indoctrinated with toxic Marxist ideologies like critical race theory, intended to condition them to hate and reject their own country, their mom and dad, their faith, their race, their gender, even themselves, why are they simultaneously being frightened of the future by being fed lurid, terrifying, and groundless apocalyptic tales of the imminent destruction of the world due to global warming? No wonder, our kids, no wonder youth suicides have skyrocketed in America, as have depression, anxiety, addiction, drug overdoses, fentanyl. We're very familiar with that one. The number one cause of death of younger Americans, 18 to 45, destroying multitudes of children every year. Make no mistake, the harm being done to America's children in this multi-front war, it's not an accident. Children are the primary target of Satan. Well, the pharmaceutical industry is under fire in the public eye, and they should be. I'm always talking about these people. I'm telling you, they are the greediest folks on this earth. And the pharmaceutical industry has mostly brought this on by itself through price hikes, alleged anti-competitive behavior, and aggressive opioid making. Let's crank it out, crank it out. We can make more and more billions of dollars. The big picture, there's a real debate 
to be had about the value of new, innovative, sometimes life-saving drugs, but the industry has clouded its own argument, my friend, and they've weakened their own political standings through a slew of really bad behavior. We don't care what you say. We're going to up the price of this thing 2,000% if we want to. Well, the industry argues that treatments are worth the cost today. Yeah, and... I'm willing to go without food in order to have medication to keep me alive, make me feel better. I think anybody with a half a brain would say that, but uh, is it worth the cost? Critics point to a series of price hikes on products that have been around now for decades. Insulin, EpiPen. Yeah, somebody's got to do something. Get after these people. I don't think I could do it. I would just have to die. A Nebraska farmer made a life-saving decision last month when he used a three-inch pocket knife to sever his own leg that got caught in farm machinery. What a man! Kurt Kayser, 63 years old, said he was unloading corn from one bin to another when he accidentally stepped into a grain auger trapping his left leg between the rotating shaft. The equipment began to pull him further in, mangling his leg. I just didn't know what to do. I was afraid it was going to suck me into all the more. I just about gave up and decided to let it do what it was going to do. The lifelong farmer told a local newspaper he couldn't find his cell phone and it would be useless to yell for help on his 1,500-acre farm. He said his will to live kicked in when he saw the machine had already removed his foot. Oh, my goodness. He observed an area just eight inches below his knees, took out the pocket knife, and okay, freed himself. I'll say again, that is one tough guy. That is a man. Will to live. What do you think you would have done? What's happening in the real estate market? For many years, Justin Moore, 50 years old, his wife, they've been dreaming of buying a home in Florida. The family felt the time was finally right last fall with the son being accepted at Rutgers, their middle daughter going to play softball in Florida. But the real estate market was quickly moving against them. Mortgage rates skyrocketing to over 7%. High prices on homes, stubbornly high prices. Frustrated, they say they took a break, but this month they're already back at it. Moore said after 11 consecutive months of existing home sales declining, sellers now are more open to negotiation. Additionally, a 30-year mortgage rate nearly a full percentage point off the peak. Further declines are forecast in the days ahead, and these are motivating factors for Moore and so many others. He said he's tired of renting, tired of living in somebody else's house, going to get his own place. What's this one all about? Till there's such a season as burrito season. Do you like, we have Mexican food once or twice a week. Chipotle said yesterday it's hiring 15,000, count them, 15,000 employees to prep for burrito season. What is that? That's the period from March to May that represents the busiest sales stretch on the calendar for burritos. Okay. So, you got a choice. You can be a billionaire or no Jesus. Which would you rather have? The richest man in Singapore, Philip Ning Chi Tat, has said living without Jesus and focusing on material things is a very sad way to live. Well, amen. 
This billionaire tycoon said he's an ardent Christian and prides himself in giving his life to Jesus Christ. During an interview with Believer's Portal, Phillips said also that humans are broken and the peace that makes them whole is none other than Jesus Christ himself. And to him, everyone has a missing piece that once found will make them whole. Well, that is great. He said, I've discovered all of us are broken, all of us having something missing there. The missing piece for me was God in Jesus Christ, said the tycoon. The only way to achieve happiness and live a fulfilling life is through recognizing human search for all the wrong things. Well, we certainly know that, don't we? A better life, a better purpose, a better me, and a better everything. I was looking at all the wrong things for so long. The wealthy developer said all of his life things did not make any sense, but his life took a turn when he discovered the love of Almighty God. It sure beats a lot of money in those material things that you may have. It starts with accepting who you are, that you are broken, and there's a missing piece. That missing piece, the Lord Jesus Christ. What a message the billionaire gave. And he is absolutely spot on. And finally, who said that? A gal from down a black gal from down south. Granny says you can't shack up with the devil and expect God to pay the rent. Well, amen to that. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Just join us. Hello, world. Comes your way every day at this time, Monday through Friday. News, information, and comment. And my goodness, so many of you never miss. Some listen twice a day. We are so honored to have you here. We're going to keep on keeping on as long as God lets us. Pastoring the church, running Greg Patton Ministries Radio through WHCB and Southwest Radio Church counseling, speaking out on the demonic, writing books, we're going to do it. And then when he says, you're done, you're done. I'm not going to quit. You shouldn't quit either. Whatever God is allowing you to do, do it with all thy might, my friend. Thank you for being here on Hello World every day at this time. I think I love you. Well, some of you are new and haven't heard our message on the spirit world. We have been preaching it for a few decades now. Have you watched our series on the spirit world, the war? Invisible War on the Saints, our story of battling the demonic world. Uh, now, here, here's kind of a key. God was allowing us to be used mightily through Roanoke Baptist Church. I was staff evangelist for 10 years. Greg, Sharon, Jeremy, Jason, Benjamin, Rachel, Rebecca, Sarah traveled the countryside in a fifth wheel, sharing the good news, revival. Altars filling nightly. We traveled overseas. Yeah, we took a teacher with us, and it was wonderful. God was blessing, and I thought, this is what it's all about. And then God allowed my beautiful spiritual apple cart to be completely overturned. It was a great thing. At the time, I thought it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. It ended up being the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I mean, I had no idea what to do. You're there. When you're at wit's end, when you run out of money, when you get the really bad news, whatever that might be, man falls on his face before Almighty God. And that's oftentimes, if not most of the time, why God allows that to occur. You need to rely solely on Him. God is in control. Without God, you can do absolutely nothing. 
So we get a phone call from a 30-some-year-old woman right here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, passing through at our international airport, and she's filled with hundreds of demons. I didn't even know this could happen. She's crying out on a phone to me, and that started a one-year saga that cost us thousands of dollars and some of the most bizarre things I've ever experienced in my entire life. My wife and children subjected to that also, and, well, that's really what this series is all about, the invisible war on the saints, how we uh, start it, how God allowed us to read 119 books on the topic, uh, consult with uh, conservative Christian uh, pastors and evangelists and revivalists across this country, uh, be with them and say, what is happening in my life and is this normal? And found out that, my goodness, most Christians, most pastors have no idea what's going on in this realm. It's just part of your Christian walk. Sometimes people go to seed in different areas. They find out something. I see that a lot in prophecy. People know everything about prophecy, every word in the Bible about prophecy, and yet very weak Christians. You can go to seed on anything. You really can. Christians, you need a balance in your life. And I tell people, do you know what this is about? Just one more tool in your tool chest. Oftentimes I watch PBS and I see the specials on home building and uh, this old house and that, and they have every tool under the sun for everything that comes about. And i got to tell you, a little bit envious there. Well, this is perhaps the biggest tool you can have in your toolbox. When things start to happen that are just out of this world, what are you going to do? Who do you turn to? What tools do you have? What knowledge do you have available from the Word of God that can combat a very real enemy? I mean, if we read in the Word of God that Satan and an innumerable amount of angels left heaven, I mean, I can count, what, into billions, trillions, and there's more than that? Where are they and what are they doing in the world today? What are they doing with your family, your church, you as an individual? Are you praying against them? Do you know how to pray against them? We have had one encounter after another, hundreds, and we have worked with some really good Christian people, pastors from Bob Jones University, from Liberty University, from Hiles Anderson College and University there in Hammond, Indiana, Tennessee Temple, and so many others just simply saying, hey, it invades every Christian life to some degree, and do you know what to do? Thus is born invisible war on the saints. And uh, you need to get it, really do. And uh, if you hear our message, oftentimes we'll preach it in the local church. The pastor needs some help. I don't, Dr. Copley and I are excited about being at Boone's Creek Bible Church with Southwest Whittier Church. He and I, and, and together I think we combine over 80 years experience in battling the enemy. And we're going to have a long question and answer period. So bring your questions. Come to Boone's Creek there the first week of March and we'll do our best We've talked to thousands of people through the years. And again, that counts for something, my friend. God's still protecting us. The Oh, the enemy's still fighting stronger every day. You can expect it, but greater is he that is in you than he's in the world. Don't ever forget that. Don't you give up. Don't you ever quit. Don't you let him beat you, my friend. Don't do it. We'll talk about it coming up in more. I'm excited about this. I get to speak all over America about this topic. And people are getting great 
Victory in Jesus. Hallelujah. I have been working feverishly to get more information, by the way. By the way, Dr. Copley's book, The Great Deceiver, is now out. Available at Greg Patton Ministries for $20 plus shipping and handling. You need that. You'll be able to get it down at Boone's Creek when we're down there. But, oh, Dr. Copley and I have worked and worked and worked some more against the enemy and helping people with all kinds of problems. Get your eyes and ears on some of our stuff. It'll be a big help to you. Information, we need it. There is power in that, my friend, and know the truth of the Word of God and not be afraid. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Me, I'm a scaredy cat about everything. So what do you think happened to me when our farmhouse came under attack and we had up to a dozen pastors in our home uh, living with us and praying with us, trying to combat the enemy? And so much of that was because we had no idea what we were doing or the power that you have against the enemy. I continue to encourage people, don't be afraid. God has not, has not given you a spirit of fear, but power and love and a sound mind and authority over the enemy. That's what the Bible says. You have it as a Christian. Use it. But again, we're so excited that uh, Refuge Media saw the possibility here and said, let's, let's do something on this, Greg. Let's put together a, a video series on this. We did 36 parts and soon the book. It's, it's different from the series in a lot of ways, including instruction on how to be free from the enemy. Oh, it's good stuff, but you need to watch this video. Invisible War on the Saints, and Volume 1 is in many of your hands. Watch it. And if not, you need to get a copy and get started against the enemy. Yeah, just one more tool in that valuable toolbox to help you in your Christian walk. Oh, and one more thing. Here it is, January 27th, day 27 of the year. And God is saying to you today, listen, when you go through deep waters, I'm going to be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you'll not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Isaiah 43.2. Well, has it been a good week this week? Have you represented the Lord well, reading your Bible every day, praying every day? Have you served mankind in some way? That was what Jesus' message was all about, wasn't it? Others, always about others, never about self growing in the Lord, huh? I need you. Fellowshipping, I need church. Are you going to be there this weekend? This Sunday, I pray that you are hearing the Word of God, singing praises unto His name, praying in the house of... Oh, I love it. It is life, my friend. Church, this Sunday, be there. Not saved? Need to get that taken care of. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Have you not done that? Oh, let's do it then. Ask God to forgive you of your sins. Invite Jesus Christ into your life. And oh, what a fantastic adventure you're going to be on. Most of you listening know exactly what I'm talking about. Amen. And today's bumper snicker. How are you going to spend eternity? Smoking or non-smoking? Finally, with one of the grandkids last night, Jericho said, Grandpa, can I have a piece of candy? What's the rule in the house about candy? No candy until after dinner. No, no, that's, that's Grandma's rule. Grandpa's rule, bring me one too. <laughs>
That's it for a Friday. Hello world, news, information, comment, Bible, things that are important to the conservative Christian American. I'm so grateful that you join us each day at this time. You've been telling others, droves of you joining us on Facebook, and I love that. And forgive me if I accidentally deleted you. We'll get back together here. Lord will work all that out. I'm looking forward to church on Sunday, being with other believers. What a fantastic time. Thanks so much for being here today. And that's the way it is, January 27th, 2023. I'm Greg Patton. God bless you. Have a great weekend. See you Monday.